Welcome to Tune In Town, episode 68. Today's date is March 29th, 2019. I'm your host, Devin, and we have Natalie returning. What's up? Hey, thanks again for being on the show. No problem. We had a good turnout last week. This should continue. It's good. Yeah, it's a party. I'm really enjoying it. And, you know, it's it's very hard to find the people or that kind of just niche of people who like Disney. So, yeah. yeah. So, thanks again. No problem. Um, today... We don't have a lot of news, but we are going to be talking about underground games that go around in Disneyland. So stuff like the, uh, what is it called? The Gumball Rally. It, and Gumball it really rally. builds on the, the Disney games because a lot of people who are involved in that are involved in the games. So there's yeah. a lot of crossovers. A lot of stuff that not a lot of people know about. And we're continuing that trend, talking more and more about it. But we're going to go ahead and move into Adventureland Chat, talking about our favorite Disneyland rides in hopes of getting to know Natalie a little bit better. Heck yeah. So, Adventureland Chat. Oh, goody! Shall we chat? Oh, yes. Let's. All right. Welcome to Adventureland Chat. We are going to talk about our favorite things at Disneyland, more so rides, food, and experiences, like... Attractions, everything, but yeah. Okay, favorite park, Disneyland, DCA, Disney World. We know that you almost have a full castle count. I do. I just have to go to Hong Kong Disney, and I'm done. Which you almost got planned for your senior trip. I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about. I don't know. Hmm. But favorite park. (sighs) This is a really tough question. I really really like. Honestly, California Adventure, just because I'm a little bit of a thrill seeker. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have Mission Breakout, and you have the Incredicoaster, and, you know, all of those kind yeah. of just more high-paced rides, but or fast-paced rides. But you also have Disneyland that has Space Mountain and Indiana Jones and all the classics, and also the whole slew of different parks at Disney World. And so it's hard to pick one, but I, I think I'd have to say DCA. Hmm. Which is different, because you hear a lot of people saying, I hate DCA. It's absolute trash because... I haven't heard that. You haven't? No. There's When DCA first came out, it was, it lacks Disney magic. It's now becoming Disney property land because you got Pixar Pier and you're going to have Marvel Land. Don't talk to me about Pixar Pier. I'm so mad that they made it Pixar Pier. (laughs) Like, I'm seriously not happy with that. Have you had the chance to ride on the Incredicoaster? I have. And what'd you think? It was a roller coaster. Yeah. I really, I liked the idea that there were two polar opposite parks in mm-hmm. uh, California because you have Disneyland, like the, the absolute classic, and then you have DCA that's more focused on adventure and kind of crazy stuff and, I don't know, having thrill rides a little bit more while still keeping that Disney theme magic but not keeping the classic, which I thought was an incredibly bold move. And then they changed it. And I, I kind of lost that, like, oh, heck yeah, DCA. I, I still love it, obviously, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm a little, little peeved about it. So, Incredicoaster or California or California oh. Screaming? California Screaming. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I loved Paradise Pier. That was my favorite. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I haven't had the opportunity to experience Pixar Pier. 
It's I I don't know. It's not that different. It's really mm. not that different. They just changed some signage. Like it's it's mm. Paradise Pier, but I every time I set foot on there, I get angry. That's the difference. <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind when I go. <laughs> um, for me, it has to probably be Disneyland. Just Disneyland because I've only had the opportunity to go to Disneyland and WDW. Mm. Um, and I feel like there's just such a dramatic difference. Growing up, going only to Disneyland and going to Disney World once, soon to be twice, um, I feel like there's a big difference just in the way the atmosphere is displayed. Through Disneyland, it's the classic, right? You feel almost like the cast members are trained differently compared to Disney World. And I've talked about this kind of in my past episodes of like Magic Kingdom review, um, that it just, it feels like when you go and talk to a cast member at Disney World, it's almost like you're interfering with their day. When in Disneyland, it's, you talk to a cast member and they're willing to do anything for you. I don't know. That's, that was my experience personally. We may have gone in kind of an off season at Disney World and, you know, a weird hiring process, you know, something, there's a bunch of factors that could factor into it that I just simply couldn't see that were in the background, but the, that's my personal experience. And that's why I like Disneyland more. Okay. I, I mean, I haven't, not, not to totally diminish your point because I'm a hundred percent sure that that's valid, but I mean, mm. I, I haven't seen that at all. Huh. We'll have to see how it goes at the next trip to Disney world. But yeah, I'm so excited for that. It's going to be so great. It's going to be a ton of fun. <laughs> um, all right. Favorite food. Disney Park. Well, it's kind of a... It's a tie. I have so many favorites at Disney. (laughs) Everything. I feel Mm -hmm. a little bit attacked. Um, (laughs) So it's a tie, actually, between three things. The turkey legs in DCA. Mm -hmm. Come on. It's a classic. Um, The chicken in Disneyland at the Jolly Holiday. I could be wrong. It's the one where if you're facing the castle and you walk in at Main Street, it's the one adjacent, like directly to the right, and it, you can there's like a path there that goes into Tomorrowland. Oh, I think that's Minnie's. I don't know. That's where they have the Minnie's breakfast. Yeah, it's where they have the, the Minnie's breakfast. I just can't remember yeah, for whatever reason. I can't either. Um, but. and probably they have a chicken noodle soup ramen in Shanghai Disney, and it is surprisingly good. Hmm. It may have been because it was raining and I was freezing, but it, it was Disney ramen, and you can't go wrong with ramen, and the egg was in the shape of Mickey's face. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought for sure that you would have said Dole Whip. Keep- also Dole Whip. I know. I keep, say, I keep talking about Dole Whip, but I, 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 do, I do love savory foods more than sweet mm-hmm. foods, mm-hmm. so I think like food food, I like those, but dessert-wise, it has to be Dole Whip. And then the cookie ice cream, not like the Mickey face one, but like the chocolate chip cookie, big oh, slab of ice yes. cream. Those are the best. It's amazing. And Disney oh. doesn't skip out on them. They use like real cookies. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> because growing up in California, it was constantly super hot. And so we'd, mm-hmm. we'd be wandering around DCA and my mom's like, hey, let's go get a cookie. I was like, yeah, <laughs> And then probably the huge Mickey macaroons or macaroons in the shape of Mickey's face. Oh, uh-huh. So good. Um, and th- those are at the Jolly Holiday. Okay. So. Um, for me, probably from Carnation Cafe, uh, on Main Street, the meatloaf that they have there, mm. I'll eat two types of meatloaf, my mom's meatloaf and Walt's meatloaf from <laughs> Carnation Cafe. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it is the best experience to go and sit down on Carnation Cafe, people watch while having a cherry Coke 
and meatloaf. No, nobody it's makes amazing. it like Walt does. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure. I, I all I know is that the name of the dish is Walt something something meatloaf. Something something meatloaf. I don't know. It's I, you know I shouldn't be chastising <laughs> you for not remembering because I couldn't remember the name of an entire restaurant. So. I can't either. <laughs> but oh, best one of the best meatloafs I've ever had. It's amazing. Um, and then of course, of course, the churros. You gotta have at least six churros when you go to Disneyland. My family actually doesn't have that many churros when we go to Disney. I know we always. They're expensive, man. They are expensive. Uh, last time we went, I had uh, I was able to eat. Uh, you know how they've started adding sugar coating on top of churros, even though it was always sugar coated, but yeah. it's like different flavored. I actually didn't know that. Oh, so uh, last time we went, they had brought out the new Fantasmic, right? After it was shut down with Rivers of America for right. Galaxy's Edge. Right, right. Um, they had these specialty churros that were flavored uh, and colored to match uh, the main colors of the new Fantasmic. So I think this one was green and it was a sour apple. So I had a sour apple cinnamon churro. I had no idea that they did that, and now I am so angry that I never got to try those. I'm also angry I never got to try the lightsaber churros, because what child does not dream of eating a lightsaber churro? Oh, of course. I I came out of the womb wanting to eat a lightsaber churro. <laughs> okay, any self-respecting kid that grew up on Star Wars is like, yeah, I'd like to get me a, a bite of that. Yeah, I'd like to shove that down my throat a little bit. It, it was... People said they were really good too, and hmm. now, so I bet they were the flavored ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, they started doing that at at least Disneyland. I'm not sure about the other parks, but I have seen it at Disneyland, and they're fairly good. Um, I've never had the opportunity to try a turkey leg. Oh, you're because out. I don't want to walk around looking like a Viking. Hey, in all honesty, hey, <laughs> I'm being attacked here. <laughs> I those things are the best. Like I, I love, I love them, and. I'm proud of looking like a Viking as I am waiting in line for Splash Mountain so you don't have to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, that's I'm getting that at Disney World, I guess. Yeah. Freaking giant turkey pig. They're the best. Jeez. Don't be a bully. <laughs> okay, I haven't tried it, so I can't, I, can't, I can't get mad. But, okay. Last question, favorite ride. This is the most difficult out of uh, all of them. And this can be from any Disney park. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, okay. From any Disney park, I got any it. from Disney One. I only have one favorite oh, ride. Yeah. Oh. The Tron ride in Shanghai. Oh, of course. I grew up on Tron. Like, I seriously, it's such a bad movie, but I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. The new Tron or the old Tron? The new Tron. Okay, the so Tron, Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy is better than the original Tron, and I will stand my ground on that. <laughs> Um, I grew up on it, and it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, the yeah. graphics are really good, but the story is so very bad. It mm -hmm. feels like it was written as like fan fiction when someone was twelve, and I love it. Um, and so when they when we went to Shanghai Disney, uh, I think I wrote it three or four times in a row, and it was so fun. And the theming is so good, and it's you sit differently on it than any other roller coaster I've been on, and it was just a different experience. Is uh. Okay, two questions. First one, how do you feel that they're bringing, about, uh, bringing it to Disney World? I am so excited. I'm a little yeah. bit angry that we're going when it's not there, but mm -hmm. I am so excited because it's it's easier for U.S. citizens to reach, and it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, and then the second question is, they use that same, uh, I don't want to say like sitting mechanism that they it's, did it, from... Tron on Flight of Passage in Pandora from Disney World. Did they? 
I think so because flight of passage, it's almost like Soren, right? Oh yeah, but you're oh, but yeah, you're did, sitting yeah. forward and the back comes down on yeah, you, yeah, no, and it's, it's like you're. Uh-huh. I think it's called a banshee, right? Like the yeah, giant pterodactyl uh-huh. thing that you're yeah. riding. But that'll be fun to experience. Yeah, um, I've heard good things about that ride, but uh, favorite ride for me. It's not a fair question. I realize that. <laughs> Uh, I have to probably say it switches all the time. Uh, but right now, probably Matterhorn. That's fair. Have you been on it since they redid it? Yes. It's a lot better now. Yes, it is a lot better. It's still jerky, but I mean, it is the first still tracked roller coaster in the world. So it it doesn't give me a headache every time I go on it anymore, which is really nice. Uh, the, I don't know if they still call him Harold, but the Yeti is amazing one of the best yeah. animatronics as opposed to the actual pandora avatar one. Oh, oh come on you know have you been on expedition everest yes okay disco the yeti, yeti? is so much better okay he stopped working in like 2010 whatever i love him <laughs> it's now the disco yeti <laughs> i love him don't be mean to him don't be uh, i bet he eats turkey legs it, devin i wouldn't doubt it devin yeah <laughs> you're so <laughs> mean okay <laughs> And I think his name is Fred. Fred. You got Fred. Uh, that's the Yeti off of Expedition Everest. And then you got Harold, which is the Yeti from Matterhorn. And then you were telling me that something else has a name. Yes, the snake on Indiana Jones has a name, and his name is Fluffy. And yeah. when we ride it, no matter how terrified my little nine-year-old sister is, whenever we ride Indiana Jones, our little Jeep will clunk along, and she goes, Hi, Fluffy! As we're coming by. <laughs> oh, gosh. But everything scary in Disney World has some sort of name to make it less scary. Or in, in Disneyland, anything. Any Disney park, it seems like. But Yeah. All right. Awesome. I feel like that was a successful adventure line chat. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and move into Tomorrowland Bugle, where we're going to be talking about the uh, the finalized deal between Disney and 21st Century Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have some strong opinions on that, I've heard. A little so. bit, just like on Turkey Lakes. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move into Tomorrowland Bugle. Initiate countdown. And now for the news. Welcome to Tomorrowland Bugle. Uh, about a week ago, by the time that this gets out, maybe even a month ago? I don't know. It was... It's fairly recent. Recently. Recently, uh, Disney, the merger between Disney and 21st Century Fox is now complete, meaning that Disney now owns more. Yes. What are your feelings on that? Um, so I create and produce content Mm -hmm. and for a long time I wanted to go into the animation industry. So I know a lot about the animation industry. I do not like the fact that Disney owns a lot of content and they they own a lot of the big name movies and TV shows and all of that now, which is infuriating because sometimes you have an idea for something and you know it's right and you've worked so hard on it and it's good and people like it. And then you go and pitch it to somebody and they say no. And that's okay because then you move on to the next person. But if Disney owns all of those options and the first person says no, what do you do? Yeah, that's very true. Um but with this deal, what do they specifically own? So we understand that they own, a, I think they own all of the Marvel. 
they own all of Marvel, which I'm okay with because they've been taking it in a good direction. I was yes. a little bit kind of suspicious at first, but after it started getting going, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and then you, just, <laughs> yeah, you feel like um, it's not going to be good at the very beginning that Disney's going to own all of Marvel, and then you see what 21st Century Fox starts pulling out using Fantastic Four and Venom and all of this stuff, and it's just bad. <sighs> Wonder Woman is the only good DC movie. <laughs> how'd you get to dc i i i just went from that to dc Movie. i was i i have opinions on movies i have a lot of opinions on movies yeah uh how'd you feel about captain marvel speaking more about marvel so i went my a club that i was involved in and that devon's involved in yeah. uh we went to go see captain marvel and instead of seeing it i went to sleep so i don't know okay anyway (laughs) back to 21st century fox uh they now own that means that they own deadpool um i think they own the simpsons now he's an official disney princess yes deadpool deadpool's my favorite disney princess uh (laughs) along with x-men and everything and um i know there's a lot of rumors going around with uh interviews with kevin feige the ceo of marvel talking about phase four you know after avengers endgame wraps it all up he says now with this merger between disney and 21st century uh they're gonna see a lot more marvel films um i know that their original plan was that they were just going to kind of take a break and bring out i think three films next year and that was it Hmm. but i think because of this merger they're bringing out at least seven different films yeah and um i believe that as of right now they're trying to speculation is pointing towards more emphasis on the possibility of the young avengers oh i actually would really like that just because the young avengers while still being incredibly interesting also focuses a lot on diversity which is something that we don't really see in marvel movies that often well other than black panther and captain marvel right but i mean that's two movies out of the entire mcu right and young avengers has a lot of different poc and lgbtq people in it and it's Mm -hmm. it's really cool while still having an amazing story that's not just about pushing diversity it's just there yeah which i think would be a great step towards um a really move pushing movies and hollywood as whole into a more modern era exactly like yeah. that would be good um they also own fox now i believe like with comes from 20th century fox they own fox the tv network mm-hmm. which means simpsons bob's burgers um all of those fox shows right mm-hmm. I-, I think so yeah um and also, from what I've heard from uh, news articles and whatnot, is that uh, Disney is going to be putting more of a, a ban on more of the adult jokes. They're going to try and bring really? it down to a lower level, which I feel like Simpsons isn't all that bad. They're trying to bring it down to strictly a TV PG level, which I don't like. Because that's, Simpsons is my life. See, that's what <laughs> I'm talking about, right? So if you have a more adult show that you're pitching, and it's like, no. It's, it's not going to happen. And I while I feel like content that's curated for kids is important, you need... It Don't make everything It can't children. all be PG. It really just can't all be PG because there's some themes that need to be expressed and sometimes it takes a higher rating than that. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I mean, going off on a limb here, the, uh, the whole idea of Saving Private Ryan. 
and the Schindler's List and uh, these great films that really push really hard things to watch. But it's good because you're not forgetting about these things. It's bringing awareness to them. Uh, and the same can be said for bringing more diversity out into the modern world. You need you sometimes need higher ratings in order to Show make these, these true situ- stories, right? Yeah. Like to to really put these people in the spotlight because there's people go through bad things, and if we make it PG, no one will know how they felt. They can't empathize fully. Yeah, how truly bad these situations can really get. Yeah. Um, but I mean, of course, uh, this is just the very beginning. So we don't know what Disney intends to do. We haven't seen the uh, circumstances. We don't know what's going to happen. So could be good. Could be bad. Could be in between. Yeah. Um, Only time will tell. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but okay. Let's go ahead and move into our final segment of the show. We're, we're going to be talking about under underground games within disneyland Mm -hmm. Uh, again things that not a lot of people know about and will be really interesting to talk about and find out more so let's go ahead and move into that segment Uh, like i said before we're going to be talking about underground games in disneyland Mm -hmm. Go ahead and take it away. I don't know. I know nothing about these things. That's why we're talking about it. It's a good thing I do then. Yeah. Um, so within Disneyland, there's a lot of crossover between the people who do Disney games and Disney gangs. Um, so the Disney games are almost like a amazing race adjacent thing that happens within Disneyland. Okay. So in May, there's something called the Gumball Rally. So I'll talk about this one specifically just because I know the most about it. Mm-hmm. And the people show up day of in their little like team shirts and they get a list of things that they have to accomplish before the day runs out. So they have to find out like how many boats they're on Peter Pan's flight, how many times there's an animal on Soarin over the world or whatever. And each one, depending on how difficult it is, has a certain point value associated with it. And whoever has the most points at the end wins. So it's almost like the Hidden Mickey kind of competitions that they have where, like, you can go to Barnes & Noble and get the book. Yeah, except it's, like, widely recognized and it's an actual competition. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this isn't sponsored by Disney because it's underground, right? Here's the thing. You actually, if somebody asks you what you were doing, you lose points if you tell them. Huh. And that, that's true for a lot of them, because you're not really supposed to be doing this. So there's there's a lot of games that are very similar to this, but they look in different things. Their rules vary a little bit. Um, but you, most of the time, you cannot tell people what you're doing. So do these games, like, break the rules of Disney? No, not at all. It's huh. the people who do. So that's oh. why Disney doesn't like it. So, like, people will run in the park, which poses mm-hmm. a hazard to a lot of people because everyone moves like cattle in the middle <laughs> of Fantasyland. And so if you're running, you're going to trip over some five-year-old child with an amazing churro, and it will be very sad for everyone involved. Yeah, um, it may be a lightsaber churro. <sighs> Don't get me started on one. I'm still sad. Um, but, yeah, it it's, it's pretty interesting. And... They people will also break Disney rules to get more fast passes. Mm. Or there's some people who will get a handicap pass, even if they're not technically impaired, so that they can go through the back and skip the lines and rack up more points than their peers. 
So there's people who just do weird stuff to win, and so the games themselves are not against Disney rules to my knowledge. I'm sure that there are some that are explicitly against it because people are weird, yeah. but it's the players themselves that end up breaking the rules. Uh, have you ever played it? Because we know that your dad, he, from he, last week, he's he, part of Disney gang. Yes, he did it a few years back, and I've been trying to convince him to do it, but it's in the middle of May, which is in the middle of the school year, oh, and also yeah. AP testing, and just like a bunch of dumb high school stuff happens in May. Um, and so I have yet to participate in it, but maybe next year? That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know about the Gumball Rally. Do you know of any other ones like are they mainly scavenger hunts yes they are are. and i don't know of them by name i've just my dad and my little sister and i will meet up with some of his friends and we met up at the jolly holiday which was where i had my first mickey macaroon (laughs) um and and it was that specific time that i had it and they just said that they were doing a disney race and so I don't know of it by name because you're not allowed to talk about it. Oh, yeah. They just said that they're doing a Disney race. And for that particular one, all they could do was hand somebody a business card. <laughs> it's, they're weird. Like, there's some weird rules. So huh. I don't know of it by name. Um, What happens if they win? Do you know this either? I actually don't know. Like, I, I these huh. things are very, very under wraps. So even what I know is more than the general population as somebody who's never played i know a lot more than i probably should yeah yeah it's like and now you're on a podcast talking about it yeah if if i say anymore the 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 main street elite will come and find you (laughs) the mouse police mouse police yep the mouse popo but yeah that's weird like what drives these what drives people to go out and break rules like what is the prize i wonder i don't know I think it's a lot of bragging rights and within... Yeah, that's true. I, I think that there's there may be like a small cash prize or like a traveling trophy or something, but I mean, that's all just speculation. I don't actually know. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I know that Disney has a couple of their official scavenger hunts. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of their retaliation to say, hey, look, you don't need to join a Disney gang to do scavenger hunts. Just come and do ours. Yeah. Disney. For five hundred dollars a person. Wink, wink. Yeah. These ones are free, from yeah. what I know. So. Yeah. I mean, unless you have to be a part of a gang, I'm sure there's a couple where you have to be a part of a gang. Oh, I'm positive. But. But yeah, it's my guess mainly is what drives these people is boredom. Mm-hmm. It's like I've been to Disneyland so many times. I figured out all the secrets. I've seen everything there is to see. Now, how can I get away with almost breaking the rules while still competing against other people to get that kind of bragging right or yeah and that like patented disney adrenaline rush yeah that's very true but okay thanks again no problem um thank you guys for listening and remember to head over to our twitter and instagram uh if you just search up tune in town uh, you'll be able to find it also head over to our website at tuneintown.com where you'll be able to find past episodes and disney news articles thanks again natalie for joining me absolutely and thanks for tuning in